Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. You can listen and subscribe to the show for free on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For network or show information, visit BiteRadio.me. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Mahio Clark, and we'll be talking about his new book, Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. Everyone dreams, both literally and metaphorically, but most people don't know that their dreams can be used for personal development. Therapist, dream expert, and founder of the Young Society of Utah and the Young Platform, Mahio Clerk shares how, through dream incubation, you can manifest the life of your dreams just by cultivating an intimate relationship with your own dreams and taking the guidance you receive from your subconscious. If you ask the right question and keep an open mind, your dream will give you an answer. Mahio Clark is a licensed mental health therapist, international speaker, dream worker, author, and social entrepreneur. While obtaining a master's degree in counseling psychology at Pacifica Graduate Institute, he studied Jungian psychology. Fascinated by the healing traditions, he has traveled all over the world and studied many cultures and their healing and dream technologies, specifically African traditions, as he was born in South Africa. Mahil has been vocationally guided by his dreams, leading him to founding the online organization Young Platform. For more information, you can visit his website, which is mahilclerk.com, and that's M-A-C-H-I-E-L-K-L-E-R-K.com. You can also visit the um, Young Platform uh, information educational site by visiting Young in I'd like to welcome Mahil to the show. Good day, sir. Good uh, uh, day. It's uh, great to be here with you. Thank you very much. Dreams are one of my favorite topics. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I, thank love, you. <laughs> I love talking dreams and um, learning. Um, and, and, you know, your book, um, The Idea of Dream Incubation, was new to me, so I'm really looking forward to sharing that aspect um, with, with our listeners. But let's start with... Um, what um, what was the point when you first became interested in looking at dreams, you know, as, as far as a, a line of study? Yeah, but uh, what was the real uh, turning point in my life was when I uh, was in uh, the pit of uh, my own uh, depression and didn't know what to do with my future, lack of purpose and uh, unresolved grief from losing my father uh, a decade uh, uh, before that he died when I was young and at that uh, and when I was in the in the depths of uh, of my own uh, darkness I uh, stumbled upon the works of Carl Jung which uh, he described uh, many things but among them one way of relating and understanding your dreams and I, uh, I, I, I read it, and my own dream life came, uh, came to life. And then I started seeing uh, my dreams portrayed where I was in my own journey and the things uh, that I did that were very unhelpful. But also it uh, started showing characters that uh, portrayed uh, potential in me. And when I started uh, uh, aligning with these characters, I uh, got out of the pit, and uh, my life started to get color and got a sense of purpose and a passion came back. So I feel deeply indebted to the world of dream and its inhabitants for helping me out of a very difficult spot in my life and giving me a sense of purpose. So that is uh, that yeah. where it started. That, that, that's wonderful. And I'm looking forward to talking about, you know, the characters and, and them embracing um, who they're. Now, does everyone dream um, 
I know that I did in the introduction said everybody's dreams, but does everybody dream mm -hmm. um, during every sleep cycle? Yeah. Well, you, uh, uh, but they, scientifically, they see that the most active dreaming happens in the REM sleep. It's a different phase in, in that sleep cycle. Yet, uh, uh, also dreaming happens outside of that. And current research is uh, uh, speculating and thinking that actually dreaming is a state of consciousness that is always present. Not only uh, when we're uh, at night, we might sink into that state of consciousness, but also uh, when we open up, open our eyes again. And during the day, when uh, we have uh, a daydream or a fantasy or uh, some intuition, that it actually is that state of consciousness that uh, enters into our day-to-day -day consciousness and that it merges. So it, uh, uh, it is a state of consciousness that uh, we all have, that uh, we sink into uh, during sleep and in certain phases uh, becomes really active, but is even accessible during the day. Yeah, so, I mean, that's fascinating. You know, um, so often when children enter that state, you know, that little daydreaming state, mm -hmm. um, many, many times um, adults will try and down on that or, or try and um, keep that from, you know, from children from experiencing that. So can you tell us, you know, in particular yeah. with, with children, um, you know, what, what, um, of what use is daydreaming and how, and should it be encouraged? Yes, that's a, that's a great question, especially the use. Because we live in a culture that has uh, somewhat relegated uh, fantasies and daydreams to the margins of, uh, of life. And we, we just need to be uh, focused on, uh, on being effective and doing things and reality. And uh, on the other hand, we always uh, tell people, become who you are, follow, uh, follow your dreams. So um, those, are, those are messages that uh, kids, children, and, and we all get uh, in life. And what, 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 what you can see is that people daydream and kids play out uh, fantasies that are closely related to who they are, what their soul uh, uh, has as qualities. So we all come into the world with a set of qualities. We're not a blank slate. Uh, some people have uh, the quality to play uh, basketball, others can cook, some uh, are funny, others uh, are really good at relationships or listen. And, um, and, this, uh, and, and, and the soul fantasizes uh, into the world its own uh, qualities and its own uh, future. So if you, if you look at what uh, people play out, you will see that they play things that, uh, that they like and enjoy and which makes them align to who they are. And, and just a little step in it. A person who, for example, doesn't have the quality of uh, working in the yard, or fixing a car, or doing mathematics, will not play or fantasize about the yard. They, they fantasize about how they can make the next meal, or how they can create a new great uh, radio show, or write a book. So if you, if, if people listen and look actually really close to their fantasies, they will see that they have seeds of who they are and what they are about to become. Wow. Well, that, you know, that's right, especially when you're, you're talking about youth, um, you know, that in a way they're really showing us um, their essence. And that's something that mm -hmm. I, I would say that, that uh, a, a conscious, you know, an attentive parent would find um, find that useful in, in, in getting to know their child and also being able to um, foster those kinds of talents. Yeah, yeah beautiful said that, that, that they that they can foster the talent that they give uh, room to express because. Uh, uh, they don't even uh, need to have the same talent, but uh, if you recognize, hey, my kid always fantasizes about uh, playing soccer or doing this, what, what, what might the soul be desiring in this fantasy? And then if you can, uh, can help them, you get to their essence.
and when people connect to their essence, they get into the flow, they feel a sense of meaning, they feel like uh, they have a purpose, and and real, real, real uh, sustainable joy in life comes, I think, from being connected to that essence uh, within yeah. and expressing it into the world. Yeah, and that, that is so important when it comes, I mean, in addition to helping the youth, but I mean, individually, when it comes time to um, helping individuals who um, may not have had that kind of, you know, paid attention to that kind of guidance, you know, in their younger years, who find themselves maybe in a, in a situation that's not very satisfying to to their soul, that, that um, being able to um, identify those areas of um, fantasy and play um, would kind of um, get direction where maybe, you know, they may have ignored it before. Yep, it uh, it it, uh, uh, it it can be tremendously helpful, and uh, for for people that are stuck, just start to noticing what where does your fantasy uh, what what fantasies do you have throughout the day, and all it, it just like dreams, you, you should not take everything totally literal, but uh, just start seeing what uh, where, where your fantasy is moving towards. That is where you will find your own soul. Your own soul expresses itself in your fantasies. It's almost like the the rose will fantasize about or the rose seed will fantasize about becoming a rose, and uh, it's it's natural in it, and it first uh, pre-configures itself in the fantasy, and then it becomes part of uh, of this uh, reality. And so, by following the fantasy, you'll uh, you'll get. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get in touch with the soul. You fantasize about, uh, when you're hungry, you fantasize about food. Uh, you fantasize about uh, a partner that you like. You never fantasize a partner that, uh, that you don't like. Uh, sometimes people say, like when they come into a house uh, that they want to rent or buy, they can say, I see myself living here. It's a great indicator. That you can see yourself there. That's, that's a form of fantasy. You see yourself. Oh, I don't see myself living here. Also a great indicator. Don't go there. If you don't see yourself there, something in, some, somehow you don't belong there. Or you, or you belong yeah. there. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a great, um, kind of guidance that, that, I mean, we, we do that all the time. I mean, I think many people do that, you know, lots, quite often. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think we, we register the significance of that, of that idea to visualize yourself in or not in a particular situation as far as guidance, making it guidance. Yeah, make it, uh, make it conscious or start noticing, hey, now I again uh, fantasize about uh, uh, writing a book. I constantly fantasize about writing a book. Why, why would that fantasy visit me? And then, uh, then you can see is this something, uh, I I I, I want to continue explore. Is there something to it or or not? And uh, and and we might fantasize about things that we've never thought of, or that other people think. Well, that you're not a writer. No, I'm not a writer because I never wrote before. But I constantly fantasize about it. I, even when I was eight, I fantasized about it. That people say you cannot earn a living with that. But if the fantasy re- re- returns. Follow it. And some people it turns out into a paid profession and another person, it's like an amateur. They do it for the love of. If you mm-hmm. do things for the love of, your life is going to be uh, much more uh, enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good to see that your fantasy of a book came true. <laughs> I'm hoping that. <laughs> that, <is, laughs> that, that is right. That is right. I, I, I had uh, I had a touch on dyslexia growing up, so people weren't overly convinced about my uh, my ability to 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 write well because I make spelling mistakes. Yet, uh, mm-hmm. luckily these days uh, with uh, uh, with words uh, uh, with the spelling check and editors, <laughs> these are uh, very do- very doable uh, obstacles. Exactly, I had I had that little dyslexic issue as well, and and I but I never had dreamed of I, I would write a book, even though I did, 
but that wasn't one of my dreams. Um, but it, it happened. Now, um, mm-hmm. and one of them, you know, was a result of a dream, a waking dream. So, I mean, it was, you know, very much, you know, kind of played into it. Now, you, you, you studied Jungian psychology, and so obviously Carl Jung played um, a big um, influence in your work with dreams. So, can you share with listeners who may not be familiar with Jungian psychology, kind of what are the, uh, the highlights of, of his approach? Um, yes, it, it's a very comprehensive uh, 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 contribution he made from uh, topics like uh, we most of us are familiar with, like synchronicity, archetypes, uh, collective unconscious, uh, the importance of myth and fairy tales. But uh, he, uh, how he looked at uh, dreams is uh, you have an, an unconscious with an ego in it and an unconscious. And at night, the unconscious in dreams uh, says something about itself. The unconscious is much larger. It's like uh, the conscious is the tip of the iceberg and the rest is underneath. And uh, uh, yet it, it, it's interesting, uh, interested in, uh, in a relationship. It communicates with, uh, with the ego and, uh, and in the dreams it portrays uh, almost like a, a psychological x-ray, either what is going on or it uh, shows uh, where where things are moving towards. And it uh, often uses archetypes, and archetypes are just uh, 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 psychological patterns. So we, 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 we are uh, looking at uh, certain, uh, certain patterns that they, they express themselves also in fairy tales and mythologies. And if you don't read them literal, but more like, psychological stories of trust and betrayal and adventure and going home, you can see that we all have these uh, archetypal themes in us where we're searching for home or uh, adventure or death or uh, purpose or the hero's journey. And so one is that it it brings us in touch with these patterns that we live. And uh, and we looked, of course, very much like many people before and after the symbolism in dreams. That certain things are literal. I can dream about my cousin being uh, pregnant, and then indeed she's pregnant, or uh, she isn't pregnant, and then it says there's something in your soul that is being pregnant, and it's about to mm-hmm. give birth to something new, and uh, and and just having that that understanding that dreams have sometimes a very high metaphorical or symbolic quality. Uh, gives an insight on how to understand them much better. Yeah, I think that I think the um, range of um, of types of dreams, the variety of types of dreams, is you know from the idea of possibly being more of a literal, you know, like you mentioned about you know sister being pregnant or something to that effect. To the metaphorical, I think that range, I think, is what sometimes um, gets people um, confused in a sense of, you know, is, is this one, is this one of those literal ones, or is this one a symbolic mm-hmm. one, you know? And so, is there, um, is there any particular? Um, uh, reason, or, or I mean, do I mean do people maybe sometimes think being more reality type based or more metaphorical? I mean, or is it we we experience the range, and it just depends on what our unconscious wants us to process? Yeah, it it it, it another uh, basic idea also in Jungian psychology is the individuation process. It's a term being coined for the process of psychological growth. So he also thinks that uh, we we have certain qualities that want to manifest in the world, and uh, and 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 they try to come into the world. So there's an, an intentionality in the dreams, and uh, uh, so when you have a dream, there's somewhat also. It begs the question, why do I have this dream? Uh, does it make sense for me to know about uh, person X, Y, and Z, if they are pregnant or if they have a, a disease? 
or like in uh, the ancient uh, or indigenous cultures, the, the, the medicine men might dream about uh, the tribe or where to stay for the night or where to hunt. Those, those uh, dreams happen uh, in service of uh, the individual or the community they, uh, they serve. So sometimes we have dreams uh, that's, that's, that's more of a collective nature. And, uh, um, and if we have a dream that feels literal, the only real thing to figure it out is uh, verify. Is this person uh, indeed uh, struggling with something or uh, do they need something or... Yeah, and give them a call and say, hey, I had this weird dream about you that you were, uh, you were in trouble, or do you need help? Or that they say, no, mm-hmm. it's not about me, then you know how, it's a part in me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the next, um, area I wanted to look at too, is when you mentioned that, you know, when you were going through the process of um, you know, that, that particular challenging time that you had and that the dreams yeah. that you, you had and, and there were characters in your dream and that the characters, um, were kind of part of you. So, you know, yeah. I, I've, um, can you talk a little bit more about, I mean, this is kind of going into that more metaphysic, I mean, um, metaphorical or, um, archetypal um, types of of dreams, but can you explain for someone listening how um, how how it might how a character might appear in your dream that um, mm-hmm. can be related to let's say an archetype of you of the individual dream? Yeah. Well, um, what 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 people could do is if they uh, if they if you write down the dream in the morning. And then you look at what is this character doing? What kind of qualities do I associate with this character? Whether it is a known character or an unknown character. Even if it was like uh, my previous boss, and you would say, what do you associate with the previous boss? And I would say, oh, very, very critical. It's very critical. Okay. And say criticalness uh, enters your life, taking on the form and shape of the previous boss. So that is very symbolic. And then you can ask, look at yourself, where in my life do I currently experience criticalness? Is there something in me? Is there something outside of me? Uh, maybe in both. How am I critical? Uh, so there you have uh, one way that you could look at your dream characters, look at what the qualities are that they have, and is it playing out in my life or uh, somewhere else? And uh, okay. when I look, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, that's great. You know, that's a, a great way to try and, um, identify what, you know, the, um, how, whether or not an appearance in a dream is, is looking at a part of yourself or again outside for a particular individual, um, who is represented. Um, now, dream incubation, you mentioned it, um, a little bit. So can you tell us um, exactly, exactly what it is. I mean, I, I, that was a term I hadn't been familiar with, and um, mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting. It's an, uh, a very old technique in which people ask the dream a question before they go to bed in order for them to have a helpful dream. So maybe uh, mm-hmm. someone uh, wants to know how can I, uh, uh, lose, uh, uh, lose weight or, uh, what is, uh, how can I love myself more deeply or how can I grow my business further or what is it uh, going on with, uh, with my stomach? Any question that people have that is relevant to their life and that they care about, they can ask their, uh, dream for support. And it is, uh, 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 and, and this is a tradition that comes back in, in any, almost any spiritual tradition around the world where people notice, hey, there is some source, some mystery, uh, available for us that uh, talks to us at night and that seems to know much more than we do. 
that knows uh, where to hunt, who to marry, uh, whether or not to do a business deal, uh, how to uh, live a more fulfilling life. There's something in nature that is interested in helping and supporting us to become us. And there's different ways we can connect with it, but one way that works really well is uh, uh, through dreams. So people can create a question, uh, engage in a ritual, ask uh, the dream, and then uh, they will get an, uh, get an answer. And even studies uh, at Harvard have shown that this technique uh, is very effective, especially when uh, questions are of medical nature or emotionally relevant. Hmm. So, um, obviously, it's, it's really important <laughs> to ask the right question. Um, I mean, in, in the mm-hmm. sense of, you know, how, you know, what, what kind of guidance it is that you're seeking. So, um, is it, um, and I, I know I have tried, in, in a case, we still do, um, you know, prior to going to say, but there is a particular area that I would like some, you know, guidance. I'm sort of trying to direct the dream if I can, so to speak. But, um, quite often, <laughs> um, the dream that I have, I end up having, um, isn't related necessarily to my question. So does, um, does the unconscious, um, kind of, um, have its way, so to speak, you know, in, in topics, you know, in the sense of, you know, you know, you asked about this, but really what you should probably pay attention to is this. Does that kind of thing happen? Well, uh, it does, but then always uh, in relationship to your question. So maybe maybe you want to know, would it be wise for me uh, to purchase this house? And then you have Mm -hmm. a dream that feels that uh, is talking about uh, maybe about uh, a car or travel or something else that you initially think, hey, it doesn't make sense. But then it mm-hmm. always begs the question, why, why would the dream give you this dream as a response to uh, what it does look like for me to purchase the house? What is it in that experience that I need to take into account to make a really good decision about the house? Maybe there's a huge expense coming up for the car or uh, travel will be uh, on, uh, on the schedule. There will be something. It is uh, a, a very old idea. You, uh, if you ask, you shall receive. And mm-hmm. somehow that, uh, that, that psychological law applies to, uh, to dreams as well. If you ask the dream a question, it will respond. Uh, the, the, there's a couple of requirements to it. It needs to be, it, you need to be emotionally connected to it. But it might not respond in the way that you want it to respond. Or it might point out to something uh, you should be thinking about first. Or it comes with information from an angle that you haven't thought about. And therefore, it's new and it requires you to puzzle a little bit on it. But it's just like you throw a ball in the air, it will come down. It's not mm-hmm. because uh, life, life is judged uh, that's fair. It's just what, how it is. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But, it, but it starts with having a good question because that makes usually the dream response easier to read. Sometimes I see when, it, when people ask uh, two questions in one and then they become, become confused or uh, it's a closed question, shall I do this, yes or no? Uh, that, that's not really how it, how it works. It, you want to have an open-ended question. Okay, so the open-ended would then, I would think, allow for the subconscious to choose from a, a wide variety of options to to be able to convey the answer. I mean, rather than, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when, when we have an expectation of an outcome, you know, by doing that, we close ourselves off to other possibilities. Very true. And uh, they uh, did even the research on uh, on people that were high performers, and in situations that uh, they were new in, they saw that the high performers asked themselves the question: "Is what could I do?" 
and the people that didn't perform as high, they asked the question, what should I do? So the should question was very limited, as if there's one answer. What could I do was much more generous. And uh, in, uh, in dreams as well, as if we are visiting uh, what you would call the two million year old man or woman living inside of us for help with our life. There's, too, there's so much wisdom, and if we ask the question, and it, and it comes with the best advice, uh, it might take into account things we haven't thought of or uh, that uh, is a bit puzzling initially, but it, is, it, is, it will give us the best advice that we can think of. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, we are about halfway through the show, so I'm going to just take a a quick uh, 90 second break. Um, And then when we come back, um, I want to talk a little bit about um, how, you know, many people in in the (laughs) meditation have difficulty recalling dreams. So when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about recall and and then maybe what Mm -hmm. listeners can do to improve that, okay? We've got some uh, great suggestions for them when they return. Good. Okay, everyone sit in. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,600 shows that we have had during the past 12 years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, nature photography, calendars, and 5x7 photo greeting cards. Our show is a free podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms on the top of our homepage. Our website, byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest is Akil, and we are talking about his new book, Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. And again, you can find out more by visiting his website, which is mahilclerk.com, and that's M-A-C-H-I-E-L, K-L-E-R-K.com, and you can also find out more about their education, his educational website, Young Platform, um, at youngplatform.com. Okay, with that, we're back, um, Akil. Um, so, Green Recall, <laughs> you're back into a mm-hmm. uh, real challenge from time. I go through periods where my, my Green Recall is, is like spot on, you know, it's just like day after day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, but then there are, are periods where, you know, no matter <laughs> what I try, all of my preparations sometimes, it just doesn't happen. So can you tell us a little bit about Green Recall and maybe a, a suggestion or two that people listening can um, incorporate to improve their recall? Yes, there's a bit of a natural uh, flow uh, to it, that uh, in in times of transition, usually the dream uh, intensity becomes more, uh, becomes stronger, and there's higher dream recall. But what the research shows, that when people want to remember their dreams, the the number one thing is being interested. If uh, we turn towards the dream and show an interested and curious attitude, like I want to remember you dream, and uh, then you have a pen and paper next to your bed that uh, uh, will will significantly help the dream recall. The main thing also then to do is write down the dream upon waking. At night, our short-term memory goes offline, so we don't remember much. It comes back online when we when we wake up. So sometimes I lay in bed and then. 
uh, I just repeated really two or three times to myself so it gets stored. And then I need to write it down immediately because otherwise in half an hour or an hour, half of the dream has evaporated. And uh, by writing it down, it gives a signal to the unconscious, I'm interested. And then the unconscious shows that face back. Oh, I'm going to sh- uh, share more dreams and better dreams. And then I write them down and then I get in an, in an, in an, in an uh, self, almost self-fulfilling uh, uh, cycle where I have more dreams, better dreams. I'm more excited about the dreams. I get more dreams. Then it, then it works. But if people would start to say tonight to your dreams, hey, I've been listening to this radio show, listening to these two guys talk about dreams, I'd love to have a helpful dream too. Please uh, come with one. Maybe you have a question that you want to ask. And then uh, talk to it uh, as much as little as you want. Uh, write uh, have a pen and paper ready and write it down in the morning. And if it doesn't come the first night, give yourself two or three nights. And 95% of the people will have a, have a dream in the, in the first three nights. And then you can continue uh, to stay connected or ask your dreams once in a while a question. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that, that, don't give up. Like you said, you know, it might take you know a few, few times, attempts, um, mm-hmm. but but keep it up. And and I know for me, um, you know, as far as that fleeting knowledge, you know, I, I'll many times I'll wake up in the in the middle of the night from a dream, and mm-hmm. you know, I have my I have my phone nearby, and I just use my little note thing just to kind of um. Type in a few key points, you know, key yeah. elements of, of yeah. the dream. Um, not not so much that I stay awake, but enough so that in the morning, you know, when I go back and look at it, that maybe it prompts the, the memory of, of what it was that I got. Yeah. And and that works for you? Yeah, that works for me. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but uh, you know, but each person is, is different. You know, so it, it's you know important, I think, to find what works for you and and, and work with it. Um, now, um, how let's talk about spirit guides, you know, and how spirit guides show up in the dream. And, and I know in your book, you know, you talk about I think it's Damon. Is that uh, the proper pronunciation? Um, it, it, of, it's an old, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an old Greek word. It's called in their tradition the diamond, not uh, diamond. the precious uh, jewel, uh, the diamond, but the diamond, D-A-I-M-O-N. Okay. Yeah, so tell us about, um, you know, about diamond and, and, and or, or like spirit guide or tell us mm-hmm. about how um, that shows up in our game. Is it... The, is it uh, is it something that is a, a can be a common occurrence? Uh, the 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 old idea is that uh, we all come into the world with uh, one or multiple spirit guides, and uh, mm-hmm. any tradition around the world has noticed, uh, has observed, uh, or came to the conclusion. In the Greek tradition, it's the daimon. And Plato and Socrates talk about having having such a spirit guide. In the Roman tradition is called the genius. Everyone would have a genius. And genius comes from the North African word genie, which means the spirit that stands beside you. And so we all have a spirit that stands beside us and that walks with us through our life. And it uh, is uh, present in the dream because it's the natural habitat in the other world. But it's also uh, active uh, throughout the day. It might communicate to us through intuitions or feelings. We uh, we know at once something uh, about something. It uh, communicates even in images. Partly it drives our fantasy life. And in uh, in dreams. It, uh, it can show up, uh, but very often it won't show up in its natural form, but it will take on the form and shape of a, a beloved teacher, or some, some movie star, uh, an old uh, man or woman that uh, gives some advice. In that way, 
this, this spirit guide uh, takes on the form and shape of someone that we uh, respect, that we uh, contribute uh, some uh, some authority to, in order for it to communicate with us and give us uh, a direction or suggestion in life. Wow, you know that's you know, to me that's fascinating in, in the you know recognizing that um, the appearance would be someone that we would listen to. <laughs> you know that that it really yeah. depends on the individual. You know and. Uh, yeah. And that just yeah. answers the whole lot because I think um, many people who you know kind of I don't know what my who my spirit guide is what or you know what my spirit guide is mm-hmm. um, would um, not they would they I think there's maybe a picture of it being you know this enlightened you know individual or, or you know kind of a, you mm-hmm. know spiritual or angelic kind of presence. Um, Rather than um, maybe being an actor, <laughs> that's someone that we, we, you know, we admire, you know, and someone yeah. that we would listen to. So I mean, it's um, so it's when someone is wanting to, you know, have a better connection with that that spiritual influence. Um, I think it's um, it's wonderful to be able to recognize that it doesn't has to be, you know, this um, metaphysical wonder, you know, as far as, you know, how it's presented to you. So, I mean, again, it makes it more of a real individual kind of um, approach. Right. And and the other, uh, when you say these things, but but, uh, also uh, I've seen in my own dreams and from patients and people I work with is, it, it doesn't have to be an ecstatic dream either. It might be uh, you just uh, wake up and you go like, oh, what did I dream? Oh, yeah, yeah, that. And it was uh, somewhat mundane. But in the mundanity, there was uh, this uh, this beloved teacher from when you were young doing something or, or, or acting something out or telling another person something. And, uh, uh, and that might be your spirit guide. Your spirit guide is with you all the time. So it's not an, uh, not an ecstatic, uh, rare, uh, occurrence. It's there always. And, uh, and so it is, it is in a certain sense, it's really, uh, uh, banal and ordinary. And so don't look only for ecstaticness. Look for the, also, also take into account the, the ordinary of, uh, of the dream. But then you look at, hey, here is this uh, teacher or coach or movie star or basketball player or no, 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 that uh, I admire and respect. And uh, what, what, what do they do? And then uh, what I also uh, picked up on you is uh, you can foster a relationship with it. But say I uh, dreamt about, uh, in my case, it sometimes shows up as this, uh, uh, as Johan Cruyff, which is this uh, soccer uh, player that I admired a lot when I was young and I've always admired. And, uh, uh, uh then I can, uh, can even make a bit of a drawing or find a stone that represents the energy of this character. Because then I can build a relationship with it. And, uh, a lot of, uh, indigenous cultures have, have also noticed that if you, uh, make art, or do something uh, to follow up on the dream or the dream character, you uh, uh, build a better relationship. Treat it as if there's really a figure in the other world uh, allocated to your life to support you. Well, how, how would that figure respond if you once in a while say, uh, hey, uh, I, I want to just say thank you. Probably thank you for all the things that uh, I take for granted, like uh, good intuition, uh, 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 a, a good idea, chance encounter that uh, worked out really well. Uh, just in case uh, you were uh, uh, contributing to it, thank you for all you do. And I would love to uh, be in, 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 in more touch with you. You could even uh, ask uh, your dream and say, uh, tonight in my dream, is there anything you uh, want to tell me? Or is there anything I can do for you? It's very relational. 
maybe there is something. Yeah. It's like, oh, I would love to live out this and this. Uh, and uh, and then you build an, uh, an, a really strong connection without uh, needing to know, oh, this character's name is uh, is John, and he was also uh, in the Middle Ages. Make it practical and relevant to your life. It's there. Uh, it's always there. And uh, through talking to it, you will start also noticing that uh, you get, uh, most of the time, it doesn't talk back in words. Because most people would freak out and run for medication. But, and communicate. Yasin said that if, if they decided to kind of show themselves to me, I would be joining them very quickly <laughs> right there. Yeah, <laughs> if, uh, they know very much, you know, what I can handle. And, and again, I think that's like the idea of, you know, individual, individualized kind of guidance, you know, that, that you know, if, if uh, you know, your spirit guide knows that, you know, by showing themselves to you literally, you know, with your vision, that it's going to create havoc and, you know, maybe even, you know, again, joining <laughs> them, you know, in the after, mm-hmm. afterlife, you know, that that, you know, that kind of know that that's not the approach to take with me. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an individual relationship. And what I want to encourage uh, people that listen is uh, uh, test it out for yourself. Talk to it, write to it, and then maybe can I ask a question? Is there anything you want to tell me? And you see what kind of dream there is. And do you feel that the dream makes sense? And if so, then you have a marvelous uh, tool to connect with uh, uh, some supportive figure that uh, uh, there is, and I also believe it needs to be your own relationship and your own, needs to be your own, uh, experience. It's one thing if, uh, someone tells you, and it's another thing if you have, uh, have your, have your own dreams that confirm it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and with regard to thanking, you know, for your guidance, you know, to me, um, that was, that's something that I, I'm very conscious of. You know, it, it's, you know, I, I really try and exude that gra- gratitude, you know, for the help I received. And, and in time, uh, uh, when, when I, yeah, when I'm at a, at a point where I want help, you know, um, you know, instead of saying, instead of doing the, I need help or please help me, you know, that kind of thing. Rather than put it out as a plea, I, I catch myself, you know, recognizing that I'm probably being helped, you know, whether I can see it or not. So rather than asking for it, just thanking for it, being thankful for it, you know, um, whether I'm, you know, whether I'm conscious of what that help is at the moment or not, yeah. is really important. It's, it's just, I guess, having faith and trust that that is something that is occurring. It is beautiful, and it speaks to, uh, to 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 a larger trust in life. That life actually is organizing itself in the most uh, intelligent, optimal way. It doesn't mean uh, that we like it. If you look at uh, at life, it's uh, it's 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 a self-organizing principle, and uh, it it presents uh, to us the experiences that 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 we uh, that are that are necessary for us. And if we engage with it, uh, we can continue to grow. And sometimes, I, I remember recently, I was stuck with a certain sense of loneliness. And I tried to get rid of it. But it, it just didn't disappear. Till I engaged with the loneliness and, and, and explored that state and entered the loneliness and, 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 and figured out it in the outer world, in my inner world. And then, it, uh, and then, then a certain shift came. But it was not because I wanted loneliness, but the larger intelligence presented that as an experience. And uh, I wouldn't have chosen that. So what I hear in you is a certain trust in life will present things for us, even if we don't, uh, some half of them we might, uh, whatever percentage we might not uh, not like. But there's some, some, some intelligence in presenting that, and if we engage with it, uh, it, it, it will help. 
And actually, when we engage with it, the trigger also the help of the spirit guide and 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 the organizing principle in life to uh, to to move through it. It doesn't, uh, yeah. It, it, it somehow yeah. gets activated by engagement. Yeah, exactly. And I'm of the belief that um, the more engaged one is, uh, the more frequently um, it, it's kind of like I thought, you know, if I were a person kind of committed myself to helping this, you know, Robert through, through his life this particular time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and then I keep helping and helping, you know, that, you know, um, whether he followed my advice or not, you know, that's, you know, up to him, but I know that, you know, and, and this is, I guess, ego-based, but, but the, the fact that, uh, you know, I am thanked for, I, you know, I receive thanks for that um, can be um, encouraging, I guess, in a way. But I don't, but I don't know if, yeah. you know, spirit has ego, <laughs> but, but, um, well, but it would seem to me that it, it would be a, a, a natural. I, I, I yeah, I, I think so. What you see in people that turn to the dream and thankful for the dream and nurture that relationship have more dreams and better dreams. The Nascapi Indians was a tribe that lived in North, Northern America and was, were nomads and they were dependent upon the dream to know where to hunt and where to stay the night. And they noticed mm-hmm. if they made art and thanked the dream, that the, the, the dream maker would send them uh, better dreams. And so hmm. it appears that the way we, we engage with the unconscious or the spirit guide or the larger awareness is somewhat the way it, it engages with us. And uh, not in an, in an, in an, in an uh, uh, good or bad way, but if we're interested, we feel more interest back. If we are yeah. thankful, uh, it, it does something. It it allows for more more help. But I also think that it has to do with free will. If we have free will, we can do uh, we can go left and right. Mm-hmm. But if I would uh, right. ask, uh, what does it look like for me to go right, right, and it uh, shows me uh, something, and uh, and then I can make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it may not be. Um, what you know, the guidance kind of was was directing, um, but ultimately it's it's going to lead to an experience that will um, improve our um, just I guess our our view of self. You know, I mean that may be a learning quote a learning experience. You know, kind of thing. Um, where, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, okay, I know now, you know, that if I had made this choice back then, then this would have, you know, found a different road. But nonetheless, yeah. uh, the road chosen is still within itself um, an experience generator, you know, for, for helping, mm-hmm. uh, I think, define, you know, define ourselves. Well, yes, and that, that makes me think about what you mentioned earlier, like, I ask, you ask a question and then it looks like it doesn't answer it. And, mm-hmm. and then it could sometimes be in the question or, uh, like if I would answer, ask a question, how, how, how can I get rid of, uh, the loneliness? And then mm-hmm. it would show me, uh, being very lonely. And, uh, I might think, well, that, that doesn't help. But it, maybe it says by experiencing the loneliness and engaging with it, you get rid of it instead of Oh, just uh, go here uh, to meet new friends, or go here to travel more, or uh, those might be things that I might expect, but it might actually say, come, come with with the solution in a in a in a form and fashion that I hadn't expected, but this actually the right medicine for uh, for me. Yeah, I, I hope. Well, that's I, that's I hope. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 please go ahead. That's, 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 oh, I was going to say, we're, we're actually down to the last five minutes. <laughs> so, um, but I didn't want to, you know, close the show without talking first about Young Platform, the, the educational, um, kind of interactive site that you have. So, would you share with the listeners, um, 
the what Yung platform is and what types of resources it provides. Yeah. Well, Yung platform is an uh, online uh, educational organization that provides uh, very accessible courses and classes on uh, Jungian and spiritual uh, soul-oriented psychology. It was uh, a company that actually was born in a nighttime dream I had that I took as a suggestion to build a uh, a platform for these uh, perspectives. And now it's in uh, uh, over almost 50 programs that help people connect with their dreams and work with their dreams or uh, with a sense of gift and purpose on uh, on union topics like the shadow and synchronicity and uh, things that are relevant and how people can deal with experiences in their life, heartbreak, uh, uh, illness, or um, uh, finding a partner. And... uh, uh, yeah, from uh, from people that uh, from entry level to a little bit more complex, uh, and uh, people can uh, can enroll in it, and, uh, and and it can infuse their life. And uh, many people have done so. We've already over uh, over two hundred thousand people that uh, that have uh, engaged with our platform in some form or fashion. Wow. That's wonderful. As I was going through and looking at the uh, the different types of uh, lectures and courses that you have, it's, there's really quite a wide variety, um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a great resource. So, um, well, Thank you. if uh, we're done the last couple of minutes, so um, uh, is there anything, uh, Matteo, that you would like to mention to the listeners that maybe we didn't cover? Well, I just want to uh, encourage people to uh, to try this method uh, for themselves and uh, approach it with a bit of a playful manner. It uh, doesn't have, it, it's serious play, and uh, there's not one right way to do it. So you try, you uh, it works well, or you feel it doesn't work well, and then uh, 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 try again to make it uh, to, to make it uh, make to engage in a way that you get answers, help, creativity, or healing that uh, that works for you. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, that's that's what I want to encourage people people to do: play, experiment. Don't uh, don't bother if you make a mistake. Your own spirit guide uh, rejoices as you engage, and uh, the two of you, or you and the larger awareness, will will come to a, a great uh, love relationship that uh, will make your life uh, better. Absolutely. And like you say, have fun with it. You know, <laughs> there's so much seriousness in the world that, uh, you know, especially with dreams. You know, dream, dreams, uh, I think, are meant to, to be fun. So, uh, well, Mahil, thank you very much for that. I enjoyed your book. Um, I now have a, a better understanding of a dream incubation. Um, and, and it's a really good book um, as far as um, helping individuals um, start to explore their dream world. And or, or even those who have been doing it for a while, there are great new ideas in there for people to do to, to help to apply to their daily life. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, it was a pleasure to be with you, Robert. I love your connection to dreams and spirit guides and uh, uh, and, and your curiosity and uh, passion you bring to it. Thank you very much. Um, again, everyone, today my special guest has been Mahio Clerk, and we have been talking about his new book, Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. And again, you can find out more by visiting his website, which is MahioClerk.com, and that's M-A-C-H-I-E-L-K-L-E-R-K.com, you can also find out more information about the platform, the educational platform, which is youngplatform.com. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, 
Amazon Music and Audible. To follow our show on any of those platforms, visit byteradio.me and select the one you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.